His delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. And again, we hear that word meditate. So it's so much more than just I'm reading a devotional. I'm reading my devotional, closing my book, checking it off. It's so much more than watching a, a podcast or listening to a podcast or um, listening to a sermon. It's being in his word and sitting in that word until it brings transformation in our lives, a transformation that reflects Jesus in our lives. The second way that we can spend time, and this is actually my favorite, and I could probably talk all day about this, but it's actively engaging with him in his presence. And I know for a lot of you, you're probably like how I was just up until about a year ago. I always felt that I had to be in a corporate setting to feel his presence, to feel a move of God. That it had to, be, it had to happen on a Sunday morning, Kyle Howard singing in the background, the lights are dim. That's, that's, the, that's the setting it had to be in. Or maybe it was a Holy Spirit night. Or maybe it was going to a conference to feel his presence. And it wasn't until about a year ago that I found myself in this place of coming on Sundays and having these amazing moves, move of God happen and coming home and craving and desiring to have more of that. And so I found myself struggling with how. How can I have these, these same experiences um, without being at church? And so... Um, what I began to do is I would sit, sit myself in a room alone and I would just sit and wait on the Lord. And so that is what it means to sit and engage with his presence and just sit there. I would put on music, no lyrics, so I wouldn't be distracted, and I would just sit in a posture to receive and I would just invite Holy Spirit to come. And he would meet me in that place every time. And the great thing about that is when we meet him or when he meets us in his presence, we come out totally different than what we came in. So anything that we came in with, anything that we were carrying, he reveals it to us. Sometimes it's our identity. Sometimes it's, I'm struggling with anger. Sometimes I'm struggling with stress or I'm struggling with worry, fear, and doubt. As I leave his presence, I exit a totally different person than I was when I came in. So that is the other way. I feel like I'm really rushing through this tonight. <laughs> our third one that we can spend time with Jesus is praying daily. And I feel like this is a very obvious one. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this topic because we actually are doing a really great sermon series um, right now called How to Pray Like Jesus or Praying the Lord's Prayer. And I think that for a lot of us, we think that prayer is a, a dialogue. Um, and it's not. It's, it's our monologue. It's not. It's a dialogue. It's me talking to Jesus and waiting for him to talk back to us. And we've gotten to this place where we only come with our request for him. And I just encourage you that as you, you know, pursue spending time with him, that you sit in prayer again and just wait for the Lord. As you bring your request to him, just sit and wait for him because he wants that with you. He wants to speak back to you. And through prayer, he begins to reveal himself to us. And so because I love what we're doing in our, um, I guess we call it big church, I do have a couple clips here. Julie Yoder kicked us off with... Um, our prayer sermon, I think it was two weeks ago, and um, Leah also um, preached this past Sunday, and there's two key things that they talk about in these two clips that we're going to share, and it's about relations, so if you want to go ahead and cue up that first one. You see, so many of us view prayer as transactional, but at its heart, prayer is relational. We are in a relationship with a loving Father who wants to communicate with us, but when we make prayer transactional, this for that, we will always be dissatisfied. 
I think that Jesus wants us to have freedom in this place. So real talk right now. We're having a cup of coffee. We're just sharing our hearts with each other. How's your prayer life? Is it fun and fruitful? Do you find yourself begging God? And the, next, the next one is just a clip from Leo Winger this past Sunday. What, what is it in your life that motivates you to pray? I have a hunch that many times we pray out of reaction to something we experience, right? It's a reactionary prayer. But what if I told you that there was more to prayer than just praying out of reaction to something we experience? What if we could pray out of relationship and not just reaction? Yeah, so those are the two points that I wanted to make tonight. So prayer is about relation. It's not reactional. It's not about what I can get. It's not about just bringing my request to to the Lord. It's spending time with him. And so now that we've kind of taken a look at some ways that we can spend time with Jesus daily, if you're anything like me, I love to measure my work. And not that spending time with Jesus is work, and I don't want you to look at this as a task, but there's definitely ways that we can look at our lives to see, are our lives, in fact, being transformed by spending time with Jesus? And so we go back to that phrase that we become who we surround ourselves with. So I'm surrounding myself with Jesus. I'm spending time with him daily. How does my life look? Well, in Matthew 7, 15, 20, and this is a little lengthy, and we're really only going to focus on the last part, but I'm going to read it all to us. Matthew 7, um, verse 15 through 20 says this. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from their, excuse me, are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can diseased trees bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. And I want us to like read this, looking at ourselves inwardly. I can know if I'm bearing good fruit by how. Well, what is, what is good fruit? I think we have to know what good fruit is. And Galatians 5.22 tells us this. Good fruit. But the fruit of the Spirit, which is Jesus, is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Simply put, if I am operating in these fruits of the Spirit, then my life is truly reflecting the life of Jesus. And that's who he is. He's love. He's joy. He's peace. He's tolerant. He's kind. He's good. He's gentle. And I'll tell you, I'll be 100% with you. I think it's really easy for us to bear good fruit in seasons of life that are really easy, right? It's easy to be kind when... (laughs) It's easy to be kind when the conditions are right. But the true test of the fruit that we bear is in moments of adversity. And I don't mean like some crazy, super traumatic experience, but it's in the moments where your coworker's driving you crazy, right? Where sister so-and-so went and told all your business to everybody in church, and you was like, girl, I told you that in confidence and in private. How do we respond? That's how we know if we're bearing good fruit. It's a way that we check our heart. And I don't mean this in any condemnation. Listen, I am constantly working through this. But I know in those moments that when how I respond is the fruit that I'm bearing. And it in turn tells me 
I need to check myself. I need to get back in the word. I need to enter into his presence. I need to spend a little more time with him in prayer. And I bring it to him. I bring it to him. If I'm struggling with forgiveness, guess what? I'm going to the word and I'm reading about forgiveness. Highly recommend a study Bible. I don't know if anybody has one, but love those. And I spend time in forgiveness and I ask Holy Spirit to shape me, mold me into somebody who walks in forgiveness. If I'm struggling with joy in a season of despair, I'm going to the word and I'm asking him to show me, show me how I walk this out. This is how we measure. This is how we measure. I don't want to say the work, but the time that we're spending with Jesus. Our lives will reflect it in the moments that count the most. It's how we respond. And so just to recap what we've discussed, we've talked about how we spend time, practical ways, how we spend time with Jesus. We first talked about being in his word daily and how we're going to meditate on the word, how we're not just going to flip through the pages, but we're going to really sit there and read over every text, every scripture, and we're going to wait. We're going to wait for him to reveal himself through the word. And through that, he's going to shape our hearts and shape our minds to reflect him. We're going to actively engage in his presence. We're going to Set aside the time to be alone, quiet time with him. I'm telling you guys, when I started doing this, my spirit actually craved this. I longed for it. I couldn't wait until I could just close myself off from the world and meet with Jesus. And so we know that when we actively engage with him in his presence, we sit and we wait for him. The good news is we leave his presence forever changed. He's marked us. He's done a work in us. He's done a work in us where we now reflect him. And in prayer, we know that by praying and spending time with him daily, through dialogue, through having conversation with him, we begin to see the heart of the Father, and we begin to reflect the heart of the Father. And overall, after we've done this, again, we can look at our lives and say, what is the fruit that we're bearing? Am I bearing good fruit in this season? And if we're not, it's okay. We know that he is a relational God and he wants to shape us and mold us into his image and he's given us the tools and the things that we can use to um, be image, image bearers of him. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. For more info, please follow us on social media at Alive Vineyard College or check out our website at thevineyardchurch.us slash alive.